day 40 of 365 the bible challenge with abby joy psalm 40 verse 1 to 8 i waited patiently for the lord to help me and he turned to me and heard my cry he lifted me out of the pit of despair out of the mud and the mire He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He's given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. O Lord my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come as it is written about me in the scriptures. I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. Luke chapter 8 verse 40 to chapter 9 verse 9. On the other side of the lake, the crowds welcomed Jesus because they had been waiting for him. Then a man named Jarius, a leader of the local synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet, pleading with him to come home with him. His only daughter, who was about 12 years old, was dying. As Jesus went with him, he was surrounded by the crowds. A woman in the crowd had suffered for 12 years with constant bleeding, and she could find no cure. Coming up behind Jesus, she touched the fringe of his robe. Immediately the bleeding stopped. Everyone denied it, and Peter said, Master, this whole crowd is pressing up against you. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately touched me, for I felt healing power go out from me. When the woman realised that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him, and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, Go, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking to her, a messenger arrived from the home of Jarius, the leader of the synagogue. He told him, Your daughter's dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. But when Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jarius, Don't be afraid, just have faith, and she will be healed. When they arrived at the house, Jesus wouldn't let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, James and the little girl's father and mother. The house was filled with people weeping and wailing, but he said, Stop the weeping! She isn't dead, she's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him because they all knew she had died. Then Jesus took her by the hand and said in a loud voice, My child, get up! At that moment, her life returned and she immediately stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. 
Her parents were overwhelmed, but Jesus insisted that they were not to tell anyone what had happened. One day, Jesus called together his twelve disciples and gave them power and authority to cast out all demons and to heal all diseases. Then he sent them out to tell everyone about the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Take nothing for your journey, he instructed them. Don't take a walking stick, a traveller's bag, food money or even a change of clothes. Wherever you go, stay in the same house until you leave town. And if a town refuses to welcome you, shake its dust from your feet as you leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. So they began their circuit of the villages, preaching the good news and healing the sick. When Herod Atipas, the ruler of Galilee, heard about everything Jesus was doing, he was puzzled. Some were saying that John the Baptist had been raised from the dead. Others thought that Jesus was Elijah, or one of the other prophets risen from the dead. I beheaded John, Herod said. So who is this man about whom I hear such stories? And he kept trying to see him. Numbers 31, verse 25, to chapter 32, verse 42. And the Lord said to Moses, You and Eleazar the priest and the family leaders of each tribe are to make a list of the plunder taken in the battle, including the people and animals. Then divide the plunder in two parts and give half to the men who fought in the battle and half to the rest of the people. From the army's portion, give the first, first give the Lord his share of the plunder, one of every 500 prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep and goats. Give this share of the army's half to Eleazar, the priest, as an offering to the Lord. From the half that belongs to the people of Israel, take one of every 50 of the prisoners and of the cattle, donkeys, sheep, goats and other animals. Give this share to the Levites, who are in charge of maintaining the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar, the priest, did as the Lord commanded Moses. The plunder remaining from everything the fighting men had taken totaled 675,000 sheep and goats, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys and 32,000 virgin girls. Half of the plunder was given to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, of which 675 were the Lord's share. 36,000 cattle, of which 72 were the Lord's share. 30,300 donkeys, of which 61 were the Lord's share. And 16,000 virgin girls, of whom 32 were the Lord's share. Moses gave all the Lord's share to Eleazar the priest, just as the Lord had directed him. Half of the plunder belonged to the people of Israel, and Moses separated it from the half belonging to the fighting men. It totaled 337,500 sheep and goats, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys and 16,000 virgin girls. From the half share given to the people, Moses took one of every 50 prisoners and animals and gave them to the Levites, who maintained the Lord's tabernacle. All this was done as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then all the generals and captains came to Moses and said, We, your servants, have accounted for all the men who went out to battle under our command. Not one of us is missing. 
So we are presenting the items of gold we captured as an offering to the Lord from our share of the plunder. Armbands, bracelets, rings, earrings and necklaces. This will purify our lives before the Lord and make us right with him. So Moses and Eleazar the priest received the gold from all the military commanders, all kinds of jewellery and crafted objects. In all, the gold that the generals and captains presented as a gift to the Lord weighed about 420 pounds. All the fighting men had taken some of the plunder for themselves. So Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted the gifts from the generals and captains and brought the gold to the tabernacle as a reminder to the Lord that the people of Israel belonged to him. The tribes of Reuben and Gad owed vast numbers, owned vast numbers of livestock. So when they saw that the lands of Jazer and Gilead were ideally suited for their flocks and herds, they came to Moses, Eleazar the priest, and the other leaders of the community, and they said, Notice the towns of Ataroth, Dibon, Jazer, Nimra, Hezbon, Eliel, Zimba, Zibma, Nebo, and Beon. The Lord has conquered this whole area for the community of Israel, and it is ideally suited for all our livestock. If we have favour with you, please let us have this land as our property, instead of instead of giving us land across the Jordan River. Do you intend to stay here while your brothers go across and do all the fighting? Moses asked the men of Gad and Reuben. Why do you want to discourage the rest of the people of Israel from going across to the land the Lord has given them? Your ancestors did the same thing when I sent them from Kadesh Barna, Barnea to explore the land. After they went up to the valley of Eshkol, and explored the land, they discouraged the people of Israel from entering the land and the Lord was giving them. Then the Lord was very angry with them, and he vowed, Of all those I rescued from Egypt, no one who is twenty years old or older will ever see the land I swore to give Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, for they have not obeyed me wholeheartedly. The only exceptions are Caleb, son of Jephthah, the Kezanite, and Joshua, son of Nun, for they have wholeheartedly followed the Lord. The Lord was angry with Israel and made them wander in the wilderness for forty years until the entire generation that sinned in the Lord's sight had died. But here you are, a brood of sinners doing the exact same thing. You are making the Lord even angrier with Israel. If you turn away from him like this and he abandons them again in the wilderness, you will be responsible for destroying this entire nation. But they approached Moses and said, We simply want to build pens for our livestock and fortified towns for our wives and children. Then we will arm ourselves and lead our fellow Israelites into battle until we have brought them safely to their land. Meanwhile, our families will stay in the fortified towns we build here, so they will be safe from any attacks by the local people. We will not return to our homes until the people of Israel have received the portions of the land but we do not claim any of the land on the other side of the Jordan. We would rather live here, on the east side, and accept this as our grant of land. Then Moses said, If you keep your word and arm yourselves for the Lord's battles, and if your troops cross the Jordan and keep fighting until the Lord has driven out his enemies, then you may return when the Lord has conquered the land. 
you will have fulfilled your duty to the Lord and to the rest of the people of Israel. And the land on the east side of the Jordan will be your property from the Lord. But if you fail to keep your word, then you will have sinned against the Lord, and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Go ahead, build your towns for your families and pens for your flocks, but do everything you have promised. Then the men of Gad and Reuben replied, We, your servants, will follow your instructions exactly. Our children, wives, flocks and cattle will stay here in the towns of Gilead. But all who are able to bear arms will cross over to fight for the Lord, just as you have said. So Moses gave orders to Eleazar the priest, Joshua son of Nun, and the leaders of the clans of Israel. He said, The men of Gad and Reuben, who are armed for battle, must cross the Jordan with you to fight for the Lord. If they do... Give them the land of Gilead as their property when the land is conquered. But if they refuse to arm themselves and cross over with you, then they must accept with the rest of you the land of Canaan. The tribes of Gad and Reuben said again, We are your servants and we will do as the Lord has commanded. We will cross the Jordan into Canaan, fully armed to fight for the Lord. But the property will be here, but our property will be here on this side of the Jordan. So Moses assigned land to the tribes of Gad, Reuben, and half of the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph. He gave them the territory of King Shihon, of the Amorites, and the land of King Og, of Bashan, the whole land with its cities and surrounding lands. The descendants of Gad built the town, towns of Dibon, Ataroth, Arua, Atroth, Sophan, Jazer, Jogbehach, Beth Nimrah, and Beth-Haran. These were well-fortified towns with pens for their flocks. The descendants of Reuben built the towns of Heshbon, Elelhel, Kiriathium, Nebo, Balmeolm, and Shibba. Shibma. They changed the names of some of the towns they conquered and rebuilt. Then the descendants of Machia of the tribe of Manasseh went to Gilead and conquered it, and they drove out the Amorites living there. So Moses gave Gilead to the Machirites, descendants of Manasseh, and they settled there. The people of Jair, another clan of the tribe of Manasseh, captured many of the towns of Gilead and changed the name of that region to the towns of Jair. Meanwhile, a man named Noba, Noba captured the town of Kenath and its surrounding villages, and he renamed that area <coughs> Noba after himself.